When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free one-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. Washington. At 7.30 in the morning, I'm barely awake. I haven't even finished my cup of coffee, and so, yeah, I'm full of animosity and hatred. Oregon. Kenny Wayne's going to score! Kenny Wayne is going to score! This is an Oregon versus Washington week edition of Dirt and Spray. Brought to you by Grillworks Supply Company, off Hall Boulevard in Beaverton. Come tailgate at the largest grilling retailer center in the Pacific Northwest this Saturday, or visit them online at grillworkspdx.com. This game ain't going to be played in Hollywood. It's going to be played on the grass. Oregon versus Washington week with Dirt and Spray on 1080 The Fan. Hey, let's do this. Final hour. Dirt and Spray here on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan, 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app. Uh, despite the week that it is, it is also uh, Oregon State UCLA this weekend. Excited for it. Wayne Cook's going to be on the show tomorrow at 7.30. Yeah, our one buddy our, Wayne Cook. One of our favorites, man. I got to meet him at uh, Otzen last year. I went up and said hi to him because we have him on the show regularly. He's the sideline guy for the Bruins, a former UCLA quarterback. And so uh, he will be on the show tomorrow at 7.30 mm. to preview Oregon State in UCLA. Good dude. Very good dude. Very good dude. Um, we'll get to the mail sack coming up. We got a really full sack today, so we got to like not screw around here and get out on time. Dive into it, baby. So we'll do that in a moment. I'm going to read a quote to you guys, and I want to get your reaction to it. As my iWatch starts listening, Siri wants to help me answer this question. She wants to chime in on this as well. Here's a quote. I completely believe we have the quarterback that can take us where we want to go. Make no mistake about it. We have a quarterback that can get us there. I'm sure you can guess which owner this is because he says stupid things quite often. This is Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Reiterating again that they have the quarterback that they believe, uh, that he believes, can get us to where they want to go, despite every point of evidence <laughs> showing the contrary. Um, how, how do we feel about the future of that situation? You have jumped fandom, Swigard. You yes. are no longer emotionally invested no. in the Dallas Cowboys, which I'm sure made Sunday night far more enjoyable. Like, I, I don't know how. I don't know how real Cowboy fans are not real. That's not the right word. People who are still Cowboy fans. I don't know how you do this to yourself. Like this, th- this is the same team again hmm. that got embarrassed again, and now we get Micah Parsons saying, "Oh, you want to make it personal? We'll make it personal." Like, bro, you have gotten your ass whooped by this team every time you played them for the last five years. Now you want to make it personal? They're going to embarrass you if you play them again. Dak was fourteen to twenty-four for one hundred and fifty yards and three interceptions in that game. Yeah, he also went on to say he didn't think that the the talent 
uh, was very different from the two teams. He said it was other things. It wasn't that sure. score doesn't indicate the difference in teams that they are. I love when teams get blown out and they say that. That's what Shador Sanders said after the Oregon Colorado game. Yeah, and it, you kind of just look at it and go, well, I mean, like, okay, twenty to ten, maybe I believe you. Forty-two to ten, you couldn't stop anything, and then the backups were picking off your quarterback. He That's did, yeah, not a good sign. Uh, look, Dak is a controversial thing, I think, to a lot of Cowboy fans still. I do think there's a lot that have jumped off and don't believe. But if you were to really break down the team, Dallas falls where in the NFC, right? Probably somewhere in the Detroit-Seattle-caliber, yeah. just below the Philly-San Francisco Five, six, seven, caliber. Somewhere yeah. in there. So if matchups, if it's a matchup-dependent thing, I can see why fans still believe and think that they can do it. Can they get to an NFC title game? I mean, they haven't been able to do that no. since the mid-90s. They're not beating the Eagles, and they're not beating the 49ers. That's fine. But what they would have to hope for is one of those two, and right now I think it'd be Philly. Well, actually, I don't know how the tiebreaker will work, but let's just use Philly. The Niners and Eagles will play each other in the regular season, and that will eventually okay. be a tiebreaker. But let's just use Philly. If Philly plays record. first. The Niners are the standalone by. If Philly is to get upset by fill-in-the-blank team, who's to say what Dallas would be in that matchup if that's who they took on? And so I think that's where people come from. I'm viewing this the other way. I think he's being loud because I think he knows this is over, but he can't publicly say it. <laughs> you know what owners do a lot of the time before they fire a coach? They publicly back the coach. Well, why do they do that? I don't honestly know. It, I always think it's a weird stance. Publicly back the guy that you fire two weeks later. The troubling thing with Dak is what people are breaking down on him. His yards per attempt is like 6.6. It's the lowest of his career. He is not pushing the ball downfield. All we've been touting on Dak is what, Dirt? No interceptions. One interception. Yeah. He's going to cut it down to 15. Oh, he's not throwing picks. That was an August storyline. He said, I'm not going to throw picks this year. And going into the Niner game, he's largely been right. But he's also not moving the ball down the field. That's Justin Herbert, Charger offense, bad last year. Yeah. And the reason they did it is because they didn't have a running game. And so their pseudo running game was delayed wide receiver, uh, uh, running back screens. They're, they're limiting the field for him. They've cut down his reads, and he's not willing to gamble. What happened when he threw a bomb late in that game? He got picked Pick. off. He gets picked off when you watch him play. <laughs> he's, he's playing like a careful quarterback, not a quarterback that's going to go win the game. Yeah, he's playing to not make mistakes. Exactly. You don't win Super Bowls that way. I think it's one thing to be cautious and careful. I think it's another sure. to not want to push the ball down the field. I don't think this sets up very well for them long term, but they're going to say what they're going to say in Dallas because they get all the attention. I think the one of the biggest issues, and I had said this for the last several years, people think this roster is loaded with all this top talent. Their offensive line is not what they say it is no. and what pundits say it is. It hasn't been that way, one, from a health standpoint, but two – they still have these ginormous, huge guys. They're not mobile. All these defensive ends are now a little smaller and much quicker. They they couldn't handle Bosa. They're not going to handle him. So the overvaluation of the talent, and this goes back to Jared Jones being the GM and the ultimate final say on talent, and that has to – I don't know who can talk to him, but – 
That I don't think CeeDee Lamb is a legit number one receiver on a really? team. He can't get consistent separation. He's not big enough to fight through things if he gets a bigger DB on him. He was non existent Sunday night. I've never been convinced he is a number one, like, throw it to me. If, wow. if I stick Justin my hand Jefferson, up, Devontae Adams. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I am a little surprised to hear you say that because I actually think the problem is they didn't value Amari Cooper enough. They yeah. didn't. I mean, I love Cooks. Cooks is Oregon State Third guy. Third down, when they had to get, a, I, I think Dak was much more comfortable throwing it into a tight window with him because Cooper would fight for it and more often than not come He's down to it. a bigger, wider body, too, yeah. in that way. I don't think CeeDee Lamb, if CeeDee Lamb doesn't get open off the line of scrimmage, uh, I don't think he runs the cleanest routes. He's not a bad route runner. Sure, he's a good wide receiver, but, but I see your point on being I don't, elite He's not one. the guy. Yeah. The way you can throw it to Devontae Adams 20 times a game if you had to. And just go make a play for me. I It's interesting that, you know, I saw somebody tweet on Sunday night. I think it was one of the guys that we follow in Dallas who works at the fan down there. And he looked at the two teams and he said, the 49ers made it to the NFC title game last year. They were derailed because of quarterback injuries. Maybe they win, maybe they lose, but we'll never know. They lost that game because uh, they just didn't have a puncher's chance in it. Their response to coming up short in the NFC title game was to go sign maybe the best defensive player on the open market. Yeah, Hargrave's been awesome for had them. Had a pretty good, pretty good game on Sunday and had a really good year for them. He's also making the others yes. on the defensive line better because more teams have to worry about him. And so, like, Javon Kinlaw, exactly. for example, is breaking out this year, too. And the Cowboys' response was to go get an aging wide receiver. To losing in the in the first or I guess second round of the playoffs, right? Because they beat the Bucks, I think, in the wild card yeah, round. Yeah, they lost. They lost to the and Niners then lost in the to the Niners round, the in the divisional round. round. Yeah. And their response was, "Let's go get an aging wide receiver and keep everything else the same and expect a different result." While changing offensive coordinators, like this is going to match. Hey, we're better. Uh, like it, nothing changes. They've also lost their stud linebacker Vander Esch. He suffered a neck injury in that game. Had to yeah. leave. I I believe I want to say I saw he was on the EIR. I don't know if he's putting him on the IR, but everything's going to miss a game four or two. to six weeks yeah. now with yeah. the next string. Exactly. Well, and to your point, Swag, about the offensive line, they had the stat on Sunday. It's the first time in like three years all five guys have played, and then one of them got hurt in the game. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to see, hold on, I want to see this because part of what made, I thought, Dak, like a lot of us going, man, this could be the guy, right? He came on really strong, started in that Ram game. Mm-hmm. Part of the thing I thought for Dallas was always secret, well, secretly, not so secretly, the run game was really good. Yes. The run game was consistent. 57 yards. And Tony Pollard, my God, the Niners made him look awful. They I couldn't run the ball. I don't know if he's had a worse game. Maybe he has eight carries for 29 yards and a fumble. It's awful. They, they made him look pedestrian, and it's kind of the underlying thing here. McCarthy said when they basically let Kellen Moore go, we need to run the football more. We need to run the football more. Well, I mean, you threw the ball with Dak 24 times. You had 19 rushes. So, like, what is your solution here? I feel like they're limiting him. I don't know about the CeeDee Lamb thing. I don't know if I agree with that. I do think CeeDee Lamb is a stud. I I think part of this is just Dak gets in his own head. There's always going to be a little more pressure on being quarterback of that team than every other team in football. There just is. And sometimes you can lose a regular season game but people freak the F out and debate if you're suddenly good or bad. Yeah. You can't have off weeks. And the unfortunate That's thing true. for Dak is he's Kirk Cousins, but he's Dak Prescott, right? And so when he doesn't have such a good game, 
it's highlighted and amplified far more, I think, for him than it is vastly most of the other quarterbacks in the league. I take her cousins over a mini day of the week. By the way, Monday Night Football, they are in L.A. to take on the Chargers. It's the Swag Fandom Bowl on Monday night. Cowboys and Chargers. When do they play Philly? In two or three weeks. Because they go Chargers, <laughs> then they got the Rams at home, and Ooh. then they play the Eagles on the road in Philly. That's a tough three-game stretch yeah. for them, given what they are right now. Rams are not a pushover. They got no, Cooper Cutback. No. They were competitive with Philly this Bolt's weekend. coming off a bye, hoping Austin Eckler is ready to get back in the lineup. Well, you mentioned the offensive line concerns that you had. Mac just had six sacks in a game for the Chargers. Then you've got Aaron Donald to deal with. And then, oh, by the way, <laughs> the Philly front. Who- this rookie, Jalen Carter, has yeah. been uneffing believable for them. Good luck, Dallas. So I, I saw that and I just shake my head, man. I, I uh, feeling uh, feeling sad for my Cowboy fans out there because Jerry Jones is an idiot and Dak Prescott says he's just not the guy. I don't know. Nobody I don't know why we need more evidence. Cowboy fans. <laughs> remember when they were number one in the power <laughs> ranking because they started two and zero against the Jets and the Giants? Do yes, you remember that? The yeah. Zach Wilson led Giant or, or Zach well, Wilson led Jets. Well, it was funny during the 49er game they kept showing all these offensive stat numbers for yeah. the Cowboys, and I'm like, wait. How much of the points per game is coming from your defense and special teams? Can we see how many points per game the offense has actually generated themselves? Yeah, they have like three defensive touchdowns against the Giants, How many drives have actually started on the Cowboys' side of the field not coming off turnovers? Well, I cite PFF quite frequently on this show. I I like the website. I do. People have noted just the statistics and and power-ranked-based things of, of what they do doesn't always make sense. Like, I think I saw yesterday Fred Warner's not top five linebacker in the NFL. That's just stupid. That's just, yeah. He is. Get nerds. Sometimes you got to get nerds out of the way. Like, it's just stupid. Well, they also (laughs) won't tell you how they're getting their stats. They just generate stats, and then they tell you this is the top three at this position. Yeah, I I saw one of those in college when Dante Moore was the number one graded quarterback in a week that they played, like, northern coastal Carolina central coast. It's like, really? Really? Best quarterback in the country? Okay. Maybe opponent had a little bit to do with that. Um, All right, let's sack it up. Get your questions in. We'll get to as many of them as we can. Bill Orm coming up at the bottom of the hour. Mail sack next on The Fam. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. All right, Bill Orem coming up 10 minutes. Let's sack it up, boys. You ready? 
Did you guys have a good sack last week without me? Yeah, there were some good sack questions Did anybody there. ask any sack questions about me while I was gone? Sometimes you get those when one hmm. person's out. The behind I'm trying the to scenes. remember. They wanted the dirt on dirt. I don't remember dirt. anything specifically. Okay. Yeah, maybe it was just pregnancy sex. Oh, okay. Pro or cons of it? That question? I mean, the cons are all female-related. Yeah. There's a human in their belly. There is. That's it's really not... A, what's the con for the man? Yeah, you know, what are you... What are you poking there, you know? I don't, I don't, just, That's, it's not big enough. I know. I'm just saying. Like, I'm it's just not. saying. It's a thought. I hate to disappoint you it's here. It's a thought that goes through your head. What's well, he seeing and what's he experiencing? I don't want that to be his first memory. Ah, he's in. He's experiencing the hormones and happiness that the adults are experiencing. <laughs> You're making him a happy kid. Yeah. I hope not. That makes it even weirder. Wait till you get to the due date. Nothing's <laughs> happening. You know what they tell you to do when she's at the due date? Nothing's happening. You got to ease the pressure. You got to wet the whistle. Okay. All right, here we go. Millsack, uh, we allowed Sprague to do dos minutos during basketball season. Should we also give both Dirt two minutes to hit the NHL stuff and Swag two minutes to do all of his soccer stuff on a weekly basis during what? the season so at least we have an idea of what's going on? You want two minutes of hockey, two minutes in the penalty box? What would be what would we call the soccer Four two check. minutes? Right. Oh, two well. minutes for cross-checking. Yeah, two yeah. minutes for cross-checking. I think a two-minute yes. cross-checking update. What do we call the soccer two minutes? The slide tackle. Stoppage time. Stoppage. Oh! <laughs> well played. Is the MLS still going on? Yes. Okay, they're still going. Yeah. Has the playoffs started yet? Not nope, yet. Nope, we got a couple more. Are the Timbers going to go to the playoffs? Uh, they are in playoff position right now. They're they, surging. They laid a giant turd in Montreal Come over on! the weekend. Should I put money on them to win the MLS Cup? Uh, No. Okay. See, Brady was going to try to be the owner of the Montreal baseball team. He also hasn't actually agreed to be a Raider owner. And maybe people There's are starting to speculate holding it up. Yeah. Money? Uh, no, has it's... he officially retired, retired from the NFL? Like the paperwork has been processed and notarized and signed and he's officially retired? I don't know, but I think it was on his end. Because I don't think you end. can be active or still an eligible active player and be an owner. I think they were saying, like, we haven't received... He actually hasn't put in the money part, and so people uh. are starting to speculate, does he want to be an owner of without with uh, Mark Davis, mm. or does New England mm. come calling? It'd be kind of cool if they did. I mean, that's where it should be. Why? Yeah, I don't... Organizations that can get a few million dollars from a franchise guy, it's the easiest layup of PR. And the Miami Heat were like, yeah. We're gonna let Dwayne Wade go to Utah. <laughs> the Jazz. What are you doing? Millsack question of all the UW options for celebrity game day picker. Which one do you go with? Uh, Anna Ferris, Rain Wilson, Jim Caviezel. I don't know who that is. Oh, that's Actor. the Jesus yeah. guy. Oh, the Jesus Sound guy. Sound of Freedom. Okay, Joel McHale, Ken Jennings, Kenny G, or the Ghost of Bruce Lee, Ted uh, Bundy. Yeah, what about Ted Bundy? Is he available? Get Ted Bundy to do it. Mm. Mm. Is he not around this weekend? No. No? No Ted Bundy? Uh, of of, all, those, of Ken, all those? Kenny G should be the guy. Kenny G's awesome. You want Kenny G? Hell yeah. He's way cooler than any of those other people. Does he play a note to indicate who he's picking? Damn with? right he does. <laughs> Give me a G, G. Has he still got the long hair or did he go bald? I hope he still has the long hair. I don't know. I'm thinking of somebody else then, of somebody that went bald. Trying to see the last time I saw him on a celebrity golf tournament. Who's are there any good like who would be the NFL husky because they do that like Baker Mayfield was on it I think last week on game day Buda Baker Buda Ooh, Baker yeah Buda the Baker would be a good one do Can they you play think, this week think of a bigger one Jake Browning man how's his career going 
He almost so, started a game for the Bengals. He, he's almost he's the backup. Yeah. <laughs> Vita Vea, are the Bucks playing this weekend? Jake Browning, Marcus Mariota, same situation now. <laughs> Life comes at you quick. You never see it coming, and then it happens. Yes, it does. Of all those people, I'm absolutely going to go with a personal favorite here. I'm going Brandon Roy and making Oregon fan feel real conflicted. That would be conflicted. It'd be very conflicting. Even more for me if they brought out Tim Lincecum. Now I got all the weird feelings going on inside. I'm happy, but I'm sad. You're wearing orange and black when you're wearing green and orange or green and yellow. Uh, what show are you now hooked on, or do you wait until after football season? You know, sadly, the wife and I haven't been in on shows. I've been pretty out on shows since the bear ended. Uh, I'm right now watching only murders in the building. Yeah, we got to catch up on that. I'm a couple of weeks behind. It's a great season. Very so far. good season. Uh, and then I'm rewatching Curb in my off time. Other than that, it's been sports heavy for me. There's a couple of scary shows that are coming out that I'm excited to watch. We get into the Halloween stuff at our house, as I know you do. The Sprigs are big Halloween people. The Goosebumps show looks pretty good on Disney Plus. I. I, we saw the preview. Our kids got scared, that. and I went, that's actually looking kind of good. There's another one on Netflix. I don't know if you guys ever watched The Haunting of Hill House or something like that a couple My years ago. My wife's really into that one. So there's a, the, the person does a new one every year. There's a new one coming out in the next couple of days. We'll probably watch that. Hmm. Outside of that, I got, I got nothing else. This time of year is really hard to watch TV shows. I save them up until after football season. Yeah. Because it's just, you know, we're watching football. Uh, Mail that question. Favorite noodle dish of any national cuisine, Asian, Italian, etc.? It's hard. Noodle dishes are really tough yeah. to choose from because so many people do it well. It's also a mood thing, right? Like totally. Sp- spaghetti, for example, could sound amazing one day and eh, yeah. the next day. Uh, I'm going to go off the board here. One that I never really get sick of, and anytime I eat it, I always get it. I'm going to go a little chicken lo mein. I love mm. a long noodle dish from a Chinese restaurant, so I'm going chicken lo mein. Okay, swag. Boy. There's so many different ways to go, but I think a short noodle pesto pasta is also really good. So good, but I think uh, gourmet mac and cheese, mm. like you get multiple cheeses, like if you really get bacon in there, the heart attack special. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the clogged if you're special. Gonna, I mean, if, they all are really, but you're not really. If you're gonna it. go there, then you might as well do it up. <laughs> Deep down, I'm I'm fat. We all are. Lobster mac and cheese is fantastic. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Um, you didn't answer it. I don't really. It's hard. I'd probably go Asian. I think, as, and that's controversial. Hmm. Don't I can't wait to pull that tomorrow. Don't pull that tomorrow, please. I'm not gonna answer any more of that question. <laughs> it's Moving really on. hard. I'm gonna go Asian. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Last, uh, we got a million more here, but we're just fire not gonna them have off. Time. Go rapid fire. No lingering. Uh, swag. When Dirt's son is playing high school football in the future, and you're 110 years old, and you have to call Dirt's kid Smudge uh, <laughs> only, what do you say? Rock Johnson for six. <laughs> I don't know. That kind of got confusing. Rock Johnson on first and ten, getting six. Rock Johnson burst through the middle, finding <laughs> pay dirt. Uh, sad question. I've been a Mariner fan all my life. I'm only 26, and I've only seen them in the playoffs one time. I'm uh, too young to remember 2000, 2001. How long do I suffer before I pull a swag? You know what? Thank you for your honesty. I have a theory on this. Just keep going. You Don't have give to get up. to your 45. Yeah, you're too young. Yeah. Because when do you become a, like a serious diehard fan? Probably 11 or 12. Yeah. That's yeah. when it really sets yeah. in and yeah. you're emotionally invested in the team. Yes. So you're going on 15 years. That's a long time. I'm not condoning the Mariners 54%. I need, I need 10 more years out of you. Yeah, you got to get to your late 30s, early yeah. 40s before you start kicking around abandoning fandom. Yeah. Now, if they go another 10 years without doing anything, 
by all means. You're also an adult. Make your own decisions, yeah. and if you want to abandon <laughs> now, I wouldn't blame you either. Uh, Mail sack. I, uh, quite a few pundits said Oregon State would have the best defense in the Pac-12 this season. Mm-hmm. I'm not seeing that. In fact, I don't think they have the best D in the Pac-2. Am I missing something? Oh, I would disagree with that. I, I, I'm not going to let the game in Pullman dictate how I feel about the two groups. Uh, I will acknowledge it absolutely is slipped. There's no doubt about that. And that's part of the concern with Oregon State is the offense has to be better than it was with Chance Nolan or even Gilbranson, I think, for them to get where they want. But fully acknowledge, what are they, five games in? Five, Yeah, five games in. Uh, yeah, I would say the defense a little worse than I thought it would be. But the caveat for me is I think that the secondary can get a little better as the season goes on. They better because the challenges are going to get stiffer as the year goes on as well. Uh, a couple of leftovers. We'll get to those next week, as we always try and do. Let's get to Bill Orm, though, the columnist of the Oregonian, our good friend. He'll hop on, talk about everything going on in the Northwest. Next. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. This is the Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about, and some you haven't. How do you do that? Actually, I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. All right, Daily Ticker time here on a Tuesday, a little bit later on this morning, but uh, it is for a good cause because we get to talk to one of our good friends, the columnist at the Oregonian, uh, Bill Orm. You can give him a follow on Twitter at Bill Orem. Uh, Bill, good morning to you. I want to start with a rant. There's a lot going on in the sports world. I was on vacation last week, and I see tweets and notifications about the WNBA is returning to the Bay Area. And it felt like that was going to be a thing in Portland for a long time. You have said you were going to eat your shirt if we don't get a WNBA team. So two-parter. One, do we have any updates on that? And two, if you had to eat your shirt, how would you go about doing that? Like, do you grill it? Do you deep fry it? What's mm. the plan there? 
Well, I'm not planning on eating my shirt because that's how confident I am that this is happening. Um, this oh, is hello. this is one of those. Uh, I'll cross that bridge when I get to it, which I won't. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I you know, I've been you know, no update from what I wrote last week, but I have been you know following that story you know for basically a year on whether the WNBA was going to ultimately land on Portland as a as a um, as an expansion city mm-hmm. and. You know, everything I've heard suggests, I mean, very strongly suggests that it has been sort of in the can for a while, you know, kind of as they as they bang out some of the final details here. So, I, you know, I had sources who said, you know, expect an announcement by the end of the month that the WNBA will be coming to Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I um, I wrote that last week with my own personal flair, but I do happen to be the owner of a vintage Natalie Williams Portland Power jersey that I bought off eBay a few years ago. And like I said, if for some reason this doesn't happen in this expansion cycle, um, you know, maybe saute it with a little bit of soy sauce, um, you know, maybe some, you know, some kind of go for like sort of like a little bit of like an Asian fusion uh, flavor profile um, just to try to mask some of that, you know, nylon polyester blend. But no, I mean, I, I, I it, as far as I know, and as far as I've been told, you know, and we're only as good as the people we talk to and our sources, but, you know, I fully expect that to happen and, and for the WNBA to be playing here in 2025. Um, I, I, I want to ask you, you went to, you wrote a piece, a good piece on DJ, his performance at Cal and, and just seeing that up close. I, I'm curious, they got a game this weekend against UCLA. Do you feel like it's something that's going to stay consistent for him? Or are you still unsure of how to feel about this offense with DJ? Yeah, you know, I think that, you know, last week was week six for him in the offense. Um, you know, it was certainly the best it looked, and that's not a you know slouch of a defense that they, they're facing at Cal. Um, so, you know, I think that there were some real encouraging signs. I do think that kind of the book on DJ coming from Clemson was some weeks he looks like, you know, some, some weeks he's going to look like, uh, you know, Steve Young, and other weeks he's going to look like um, uh, Steve Buscemi maybe. So I <laughs> – I think, you know, that that was maybe the, the you know, the, the height of what we can expect. But, you know, a Pac-12 Offensive Player of the Week, five touchdowns. You know, if you go back to, like, the San Diego State game, which was a game where there was a lot of room for error and, and the Beavers won it fairly comfortably, even though he wasn't sharp, or the Washington State game, which they didn't win, you know, the, you would just watch DJ throw the ball and balls were over hands. They were way over receivers, you know, and, and, and you just felt like, man, he cannot get this where he wants it to go. And against Cal, I mean, it was it felt like everything was on a dime where only his receivers could get him. I mean, everything was perfect. Um, and so, you know, is the accuracy going to be as good each week? I don't mm-hmm. think that that's a reasonable expectation. But you know, the chemistry with his receivers, um, you know, he really had a had nice chemistry and rhythm with Silas Bolden against Utah. Then it was Anthony Gould against Cal, and then and Jack Velling as well, the tight end. And I do think utilizing the tight ends in Oregon State's offense especially because they do have such, you know, undersized, you know, primary receiving targets, um, you know, going to the tight ends is going to be a big part of this offense if they're going to, you know, win some of these monster games they have, you know, coming up and later in the season. So, you know, I think there's, I think there's a lot to be taken from it that is sustainable, but I don't know that you can expect them to go 
gosh, I don't know if I have the numbers in front of me, was it 25 of 30 with five touchdowns, no interceptions, yeah. something something kind of outrageous like that. I don't think you can expect that each week. We're talking with Bill Orem. He's a columnist at the Oregonian. You can give him a follow on Twitter, at Bill Orem. College game day makes its return to the, North, the Northwest this weekend up in Seattle, a game that everybody's obviously excited for. And it's this whole season's kind of weird because of the light that the Pac-12's in and what the future of the conference looks like and all that. Uh, but just getting to the football side of it, where are you at on Oregon and Washington? And uh, how do you feel about this matchup? Well, I mean, to state the obvious, it's a monster game, right? I mean, to have you know both teams in the top ten, uh, both teams coming off of bye weeks, uh, you know, college game day, like you said. I mean, that, that feels about as big as it gets, you know. And and you know, we can all be sort of prisoners of the moment. I feel, you know, in terms of like stakes and and narrative, I feel like this is not that different from where we were with UCLA Oregon last year when both teams were in the top ten. Chip Kelly was bringing the Bruins to Eugene the first time he brought a good UCLA team up to Oregon since leaving, and there was a lot of kind of drama around that. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> that is not Oregon-Washington, right? A game that means a lot to people on both sides. Uh, last year of the Pac-12, last chance to make a, a CFP run out of the Pac-12, things I think we can all agree are going to get a lot more uh, difficult. The, the, the road gets a lot more difficult once you're in the Big Ten. Bigger playoff, but, I mean, just a, a much more treacherous um, week-to-week schedule in the Big Ten. And so um, – you know, I think there's a lot of desire to, you know, make one run out to the playoff out of this conference before it dies. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this game, you know, because like, if you look, you know, on their own, both teams look like they are good enough to win. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of where I come down on it. You know, these are both two teams that have passed every test with flying colors. Oregon has been tested maybe a little bit more when you look at the um, the Texas Tech game that, they probably should have lost, but you know Washington's had a couple of of games where they haven't been as impressive. Arizona a couple of weeks ago, so I don't know necessarily how to pick this. I haven't decided yet, um, but I think it's I think it's a game that you know either team could win. Probably slight edge to Washington being at home, just knowing how good teams in this conference are at home. That said, it was only a few short months ago, really twenty four or so, that uh, the Washington Huskies were so so vulnerable at home that my Montana Grizzlies <laughs> went into Husky Stadium and pulled off the stunner in Seattle. So the Huskies can't be that good at home. If And listen, Montana football is a pretty special thing. So, I mean, I, there's no shame in losing to Montana. But I don't think people up, at, up in Seattle thought that was uh, a loss to be proud of. So, you know, maybe – Maybe that maybe that's a little bit of a hint of what's going to come on Saturday. I don't know. Uh, Dirt. I think Bill woke up, knew he was going to do a radio hit, and said, yeah. "How can I? How can I get Montana mentioned? We need to give him a ding there for getting the Montana yeah. Grizzly mentioned into the interview. That you was know what, well Bill? Played. Let's make that a new tradition. <laughs> let's just find ways every time we get you on. You just somehow have to incorporate. It has to make sense. You made that make sense. You have to make it make sense for Montana to be mentioned during an interview. I think that's a new rule for you. Okay. And that's been a that's been a rule for me for years. You guys are just catching on. <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, we're we're a little against it. I do want to ask you quickly because I've jokingly talked about this. You covered the Lakers for a long time before you came back home. You're familiar with the NBA scene. Can you be really honest with Blazer fan right now? Because people are looking at this roster. The season's going to start with the preseason tonight, and there's legit people going. We're going to win 42 games. We're going to be playing team. Look at this team. This isn't that bad. When you look at the Blazers, how many years away from competing and being a playoff team do you think this team is? Three. Hmm. Three years. I think like I, I, I think I think years. So maybe two full two calendar years, but three seasons. I think two seasons of kind of stinking, and then year three, I would start to look at them to be uh, in the mix. 
Okay. Not, and not and not at the top of the Western Conference, right, probably sure. depending on what moves you make. But you know, if you look at the natural sort of growth and progression of players, you know, like Scoot and Shaden, you know, Simons, I think is kind of probably already there. Um, and if that if that remains the core, uh, and they and they do kind of balance out the roster, you know, as the summers go by, I think that's enough time. So the twenty twenty five twenty six is that what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that the math? Yeah, that's the yeah. math. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I learned that at the University of Montana, where I took one math class in four years. Hey, same at Oregon State for me. Only one math class. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, I signed up for a math class in college, and I read the syllabus, and it looked like gibberish, and I just dropped the class immediately and took Spanish. <laughs> this is not the route for me. Easier language to understand. And I don't remember any of the Spanish. Good job. Uh, that happens in college. That's the Oregon education right that there. That is. That's our education system. Uh, last one for you, Bill. You can only pick one Tillamook cheese to eat the rest of your life. What cheese of Tillamook do you choose? Oh, I mean, it's the extra sharp reserve, vintage reserve, black, the 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 black, uh, the black wrapper, yeah. white, super yeah. super sharp. Yeah, that's a good cheese. That's the one. That's it's a, a it's cheese. a pretty good one. The black label sets it apart. It you know, it's it tells it's you like this a is exclusive. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like yeah, it's got that vintage. Uh, Bill Orm is a columnist of the Oregonian. We love him. He does a great job over there. Go give him a follow on Twitter at Bill Orm. What game are, are you going up to Seattle this weekend? Yeah, this, I'm, 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 I, I am not pulling a. A bill, I guess we'd call it from a few weeks ago when I made my entire decision not to go to Oregon, Colorado, its own news event. Uh, I'm going to follow the herd this time. I'm following the pack. I'll be in Seattle uh, for uh, Huskies Ducks. I think that one is a little too big to pass up. That said, I just will say before you kick me off the air, mm-hmm. it, is a, it, is, it is a darn shame that Oregon State UCLA is on the same day as the game of the year because yeah. you've got a top 20 matchup in Corvallis. That should be a great game. I mean, it's a huge test for both sides. If Oregon State wins that game, you know, I think that we're looking at them as a, you know, a really strong finisher down the stretch in this conference. But, you know, uh, all eyes are going to be on in Seattle, and, and that's just kind of how it goes. I think yeah. the one good thing with that, though, Bill, because I'm with you, is that game's 1230, Oregon State, UCLA's 5. So it kind of is a natural flow from being done and then going into the next game. For the home viewers. Yeah, for the home for viewers. viewers. I was gonna, I was, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. if you are at home and you're just going to be drinking beer and, and, and smoking some ribs and just watching football all day. <laughs> smoking weed, day not <laughs> ribs. What? Smoking weed. We're not smoking ribs. Oh, I love it. That's a great place to end right there. Bill, we love you. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Thanks for having me. Guys. There you go, Bill Orm of the Oregonian. <laughs> he said smoking. <laughs> he said smoking ribs. I mean, and I he's love, talking to me. I love smoking ribs, though. I was supposed to go to the Cal Oregon State game at a buddy's house. Nah, I couldn't move. <laughs> nah, nah, I can't get up. I literally was like, "Hey, I'm sinking into my couch right now." <laughs> a lot of points are being scored. Uh, all right, let's wrap it up with some poll questions, the baseball playoffs, and a little preseason basketball. Next on the fan. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. 
Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity, and I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade, handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's take a look at the poll questions from yesterday and today. We didn't get to all of them. Who had the worst weekend? Mario Cristobal won 77%. Primetime took our question. Did you see that? They did. They stole our question. Same exact question. Who had the worst weekend? Dare they. Was it the same four options, or did they have different options? No, they they, they went team and person combos. In in hindsight, I should have, uh, I think I should have changed the answer a little bit to this. Mm. On the options, in, 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 in at least the options. Who was the other options you would have put in? Uh, well, I think I would have taken out Jimbo. Jimbo got a half of a percent of a vote. Yeah, and I might have put in a team like the Cowboys. Okay. Well, Dak Prescott was in there. He got 10.9%. Oh, yeah, that's right. Who was, I forget who Belichick I was Belichick was the other one. But I'm sure there's other people we could have come up with. I was with. thinking of somebody else, and I was like, yeah, I would have taken Jimbo out. But okay. I still think, like, Jimbo can't win a big game. We didn't answer this one. I meant to do this yesterday. We can talk about it a little bit more. Early look-ahead lines for next Saturday or this coming Saturday. What's your favorite bet? Washington minus three, Oregon plus three, Oregon State minus four and a half, UCLA plus four and a half. If you had to place one bet, what bet would you place? I tend to be with Bill on the whole Oregon-Washington thing today on a Tuesday. I'd go Oregon State minus four and a half. You would? Yeah. Okay. I'm kind of cocky sniffing this week. You're back to cocky sniffing. Well, it's not just the win. I like getting a true freshman at yep. Reeser Stadium against that defense. I actually would have I voted UCLA plus four and a half. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I just think I think Oregon State's going to win, but I just sure. if you tell me that's 21 21- Seven to eighteen. I don't know how it's I a do very the, good I running. Do the math in my yeah. head of how that spread would. It's cover. a good running attack and defense by UCLA. I gave you the power rankings of why it's important to have kids. Did I get it right? Sixty-five percent of you said no. Mm. Uh, and last one from last night. What did you watch tonight? Forty-eight percent of you said Monday Night Football. Sickos. We got two baseball games today, and the Blazers play a preseason game that we cannot watch. The New England, the New Zealand Breakers. It's not on TV, right? Not on TV. Okay. Suns so game Thursday. Will I can't be on wait TV. to get the live tweets about how good they all look. <laughs>
You know, Aiton actually is fitting in really well against the New Zealand yeah, Breakers. Wow. I'm watching the, the NHL triple header. Connor right, Bedard. Let's go. Connor yes. Bedard's making let's his go debut. Go crack and spoil the party in <laughs> Vegas tonight. Happy Hockey Day, everybody. That'll do it for us. If you missed the show, you can go check the podcast, the Service Patriots podcast at 1080 The Fan. Add Dirt and Sprague on at 1080 The Fan. We'll tweet it out as soon as we are done. That will do it for us on a Tuesday. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Colin is next. You're listening to 1080 The Fan. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.